0: Andrew Pollard, you are Fellow of St Cross College, Oxford, Professor of Paediatric Infection Immunity at the University of Oxford, Director of the Oxford Vaccine Group, and Honorary Consultant Paediatrician at the Children's Hospital, again here in Oxford. Andy, when did you come to Oxford and and to St Cross College?
1: Well, I came to Oxford um, in 2001, and I've been working here in the Department of Paediatrics uh, since then, and, and also in the Children's Hospital um, up the hill in Headington. And uh, I came to St Cross College as a member of Common Room in the early 2000s uh, and was elected to the fellowship in 2006.
0: Why is St Cross College important for you?
1: So, St Cross has uh, been very important for me in providing a base and a home um, in, um, in Oxford in, in a wider academic community uh, than uh, I would have just uh, living in, in my world in medicine and uh, for me it's been um, particularly um, important having gone to a a medical school in London which didn't have students from any other disciplines and then practicing medicine in the NHS working in various different um, universities but always in medical departments to then come to Oxford and be in a true university with people from all the disciplines in one place and I also particularly enjoy being at St Cross and because of its um, egalitarian nature. It's, it's a, um, I, I feel it often uh, feels like a place where everyone is welcome. And perhaps that goes back to the roots of the college as a, as a home for the curators of the university museums. It didn't have a college affiliation to start with. And since then, I think there's a bit of a history of taking people in and making everyone equal in the college.
0: I mentioned all those roles you form. Uh, within Oxford and more broadly, so you have many professional roles. Can you speak a little bit about your research and practice, and maybe go on to talk about the implications of this work for policy?
1: At the at the start um, and the basis of who I am is a paediatrician, and I, I look after children um, who um, have infectious diseases um, here um, in Oxford, and have I've been working um, in medicine now for um, almost thirty years. And that has given me um, a very close understanding of um, the importance of child health in not only in this country but internationally with many of my um, roles um, in other countries. The importance of child health in underpinning um, a lot of uh, the success of a society where where we focus on the health of our children and uh, ability to attend school and to later have productive lives is really the, the fundamental focus of successful societies. Particularly in my area, um, where the major cause of death in the world is are infections in the under fives. Um, and because, as a clinician, I've experienced many of uh, those awful diseases, which do um, have serious outcomes in children, um, I got very interested in vaccines as a way of trying to improve child health Um, and uh, prevent the devastating outcomes for the individual and for the families and society. And over that 30-year career, I've seen uh, a dramatic impact um, of immunisation in uh, improving health in children and driving down um, the high child mortality in many countries in the world. And that continues to inspire me to, to work hard in the design and development and testing of new vaccines uh, to try and change the, um, the, uh, the the health of children internationally, and to reduce the inequalities around the world that we see today.
0: Okay, fantastic. Uh, it sounds to me like you've worked overseas ex- extensively in, in various places. Could you could you say a bit more about that?
1: Uh, well, I, the, the country where I have spent most of my um, research uh, time has been Nepal um, in South Asia. Uh, but currently, we also have projects in Bangladesh and Malawi. Um, just initiating a new project in Uganda Um, all of these are focused on um, trying to improve health through immunization sometimes uh, developing the evidence around new vaccines um, to show that they can have an impact in a population and also um, looking at the way in which we use vaccines to see how we can get the most out of them.
0: Okay so say to get the most out of out of the vaccines what kinds of things you know need to be improved on in, in your view?
1: Um, well, one, one of the things that we have been looking at is uh, with typhoid vaccine uh, to see whether we can reduce the huge burden of disease that there is um, amongst um, childhood population. It, it's been looking at typhoid vaccine um, among some of the most vulnerable um, societies in the world where they have poor um, access to clean water and, and really inadequate infrastructure. And uh, in those studies, we've now vaccinated over 100,000 children with a new typhoid vaccine and being able to demonstrate uh, a reduction of 82% in the disease burden in, in the childhood population in um, uh, one interim analysis of, uh, of the study. And uh, another example um, is we're about to to launch a program to see whether the we could improve on the schedules of vaccination, so the time in which uh, doses of vaccines are given uh, to babies, uh, to try and um, make it easier for families to be vaccinated, to perhaps have fewer doses, um, and to find the, the scheduling that makes the best immune response and therefore gives the best protection.
0: So you're you're, you're linking you know very clear. Field work methods in very sometimes very difficult circumstances to to hard laboratory biological science is that in Oxford and more globally would that be would that be right
1: yes yeah, so we, we have some of our own um, projects where we're developing new vaccines uh, an example is um, a, a new vaccine for plague uh, which is a big problem in some parts of Africa with huge outbreaks in Madagascar um, over the last several years but still ongoing um, problems. Um, across many other countries, including the United States and in Russia, uh, where um, plague um, is a problem as humans encroach on habitats that uh, uh, animals exist in. And with our new plague vaccine, uh, we've uh, demonstrated some very uh, good uh, effects in the laboratory with the vaccine, and we now have funding to take that into an initial study here in Oxford, um, in adults, to demonstrate that uh, we can make good immune responses with it. Um, And that will start, um, if that goes well, onto the path of um, a a new vaccine which could really help in these uh, terrible outbreaks when they happen.
0: Okay, so you you show proof of principle in Oxford and then you uh, roll that out into the field and and, and see see if that works in uh, real-life circumstances as it were. Absolutely. You've mentioned new vaccines, one or two examples. I assume, is it a long list of new potential vaccines or is there a list of vaccines that are, uh, seem more promising than others at the moment? Is there
1: a wish list? How does it look? Yeah, I, I mean, I think it, 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 there's definitely um, different areas in which one thinks differently about vaccines. So the, most of the focus in history has been on childhood vaccination because of this enormous burden um, of mortality in the under five population. We've made huge progress in that area to the extent that here in the United Kingdom we cover almost all of the serious and fatal childhood infections through our vaccination programme. There are still a couple left uh, that uh, we need to um, address, both of which actually have programmes in development um, uh, around the world, mostly in in commercial organisations, but it gives us some hope that we may have protection against uh, uh, these two diseases. And one is uh, an organism called Group B Streptococcus, which causes meningitis in newborn infants. And we have many cases here in the UK every year. And uh, the other is a virus called RSV, which is respiratory syncytial virus, which is amazingly the commonest cause of admission to hospital in babies in the UK with around 30,000 admissions every year. And we're very hopeful that we'll have new preventive measures for that um, over the next five years. And once those two are dealt with, there are very few major causes for hospitalisation in early childhood or death um, that we could tackle through vaccination. If you then look at other um, groups the biggest I think growth area in immunisation is going to be for the elderly where we have an enormous um, population that's growing of older adults who suffer from many different types of um, problems related to infection and uh, the, the difficulty and the challenge there has been making vaccines that work well in an immune system which is starting to deteriorate as people get older particularly those over the age of 75. And so that's quite an exciting growth area in immunisation. As a paediatrician, I have slightly less interest in that area uh, for my patients. There is globally a huge need for for vaccines for for many different types of disease that we don't um, have the the misfortune to see here um, in the UK. For example, new vaccines for Ebola are are, um, currently in development uh, with one recently licensed in the last few weeks and trials for most of the, the um, candidate vaccines actually having initially been conducted here in Oxford. There are many other different types of outbreak uh, germs which we want to make vaccines for, and there's a long list of those um, that the government um, here has, and there's also a WHO list, and we're uh, working our way through um, here in Oxford in trying to um, create vaccines to prevent most of those.
0: Does your work take you towards policy at all?
1: So I I have um, an interest in um, how we translate our science into policy and have have done throughout my career. Um, Currently I I chair the committee called JCVI which advises the UK government on vaccine policy. And uh, that has been a a very um, rewarding experience in uh, working with scientists and public health specialists um, in assessing the data that that there are on the safety and um, effectiveness of vaccines Um, and then finally to look at the cost effectiveness for the NHS to see whether they match up against other types of interventions that we use um, um, in our health service uh, for the UK. And those roles have uh, taken me also to work at the World Health Organisation as a member of the committee um, that um, tries to make policy for uh, global use of vaccines. So I also um, am a member of the World Health Organisations Committee, which makes global policy um, on vaccination.
0: Um, I'm, I'm very aware of um, the idea of child-centred policy. It really was a, originally a Scandinavian idea. Do you see this as being, you know, you have this, this, this uh, conviction that this is where we should be, where, where we should place vaccination. Do you think that should be considered more strongly within the UK government more broadly?
1: I, I think there's very good evidence that vaccinating children has huge benefits for society. I alluded to those at the beginning. There is good um, evidence from economists that by having healthy children, parents are able to work and be more productive, they, uh, that particularly in vulnerable societies that uh, if children are sick, it can plunge a family into poverty and not, parents not being able to work and having to pay for healthcare. So focusing on children as a way of um, having the immediate effects on the economy is really important. But the longer term impact uh, for growth of economies in having healthy children who are productive in society um, is clearly very important. So I think in that sense, vaccination isn't just about health. It's about economics as well.
0: So, so Andy, a lot of things you've alluded to happening, being rolled out. So personally, what's on the horizon for you?
1: For, for me personally, I have um, a very large research group here in Oxford with almost 100 people um, in it. So I have lots of um, exciting projects running and perhaps the most rewarding are the students. Um, who work with us and uh, obtain their DPhil and then go on to um, glorious careers afterwards. So it's it's incredibly um, rewarding for me doing um, what I am doing. I have um, lots of um, uh, interactions with um, scientists and public health specialists around the world. And that outward looking view that um, comes from working in science for me is incredibly rewarding and being part of this global community that's really focused on trying to improve health.
0: Okay, Andrew Pollard, your work has real impact for good to the four corners of the world. Thank you very much.
1: Thank you.